This is the Mess and the Magic podcast. A space to explore the depth of our human experience. From beauty to heartbreak, confusion to clarity, agitation to breakthrough, heaviness to radiance, and everything in between. Our lives unfold right at that intersection, and that is the very juice that we are here to tap into. I am Andrea, your host, and my intention is to hold this space for the most powerful, truthful, raw, and inspiring conversations. Thank you for the time and energy you bring here today. Welcome. My loves, welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of The Mess and the Magic. And today I have a guest for you that is literally going to blast your heart wide open. If you know her, you know what you're in for. And if you've never met Raven, oh my word, (laughs) buckle up because this is probably one of my top favorite conversations I've ever had. Not just for the podcast, but in general, Raven is such an activator and we're going to get into her introduction and I'm going to plug you into the conversation we had and it's going to be juicy and delicious. And before we jump right into all that glory, allow me to introduce you to the village announcements. This is something that I have been weaving into my episodes and it basically came from this image of a village. And it's a very colorful, beautiful, bright village where there is a lot to be offered and shared and where every week there is this sort of market where stories are told and offerings are brought and portals are open for people to come in deeper into the magic that it's offered. So that is exactly what I'm doing here. The village announcements, as this section that I've created is called, is basically an opportunity for me to tell you what is alive within the world of Nourishing Witch, within the world of the things that I'm creating, and an invitation for you to roll in if you want to go deeper into your own magic together. So, ah... I have three beautiful, beautiful ongoing offerings and those are my three pillars for now and this is something that will keep expanding but for now I wanted to introduce you very briefly to those three. The first one is the Art Soul Oracle Readings and this is the first creation that came after the Seeds of Magic Tarot. And what I came up with was this beautiful, beautiful idea of making custom-made portraits, magical portraits of people like you that may want to see themselves in in their full radiance through art, through the powerful, beautiful expression of what I can make with my hands. And that beautiful illustration is paired with a guided meditation. 
that walks you through the art piece as if you were having the experience of that art piece, of, of, of telling you a story of how that image that you're seeing came to be. And it's one of my favorite things to do. I've done, I think, maybe like 20 by now. And every single time it has been a joy to make them and a joy to deliver them. Every time that I have given this to the beautiful women that have already signed up for this has been such a delight. It has been such a surprise from both ends. And it is one of my biggest joys to bring this into the world. So if you want to see yourself surrounded by the magic that you carry within you, I wholeheartedly invite you to go and check that out. All of these are in the link in the notes with this episode. And you are more than welcome to come and check it out. That is the first beautiful offering that I have for you. The second are the Jinky sessions. And if you have been in my world long enough, you know how much I freaking love the Jinkies. It's been one of these foundational wisdom transmissions that has carried me through most of 2020, 2021, and so far of 2022. It has been a real school of magic to enter the portals of the Jinkies to understand the themes and the frequencies that are in my profile to really see the the shadows that play out in my life that feel so deeply personal and yet to understand them better and to get to a point where I can see them without necessarily hooking myself in there for like infinitely amount of time (laughs) and see that every shadow contains a gift so if there is any shadow any particular sticky tightening constricting emotion that you have been feeling whether that is expectation or failure or limitation or distraction or hunger or dominance or indifference these are some of mine by the way (laughs) if these are 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 shadows that sort of play out for you too or anything else that might be showing up in your experience that you are like man this is so so tight in my belly i invite you to book a session and we can discover and and explore the different qualities of the shadows that are part of your human experience because through the shadows through understanding the shadows is where we can access the gifts and the gifts are so generative so generous so full of magic and creation power it is when we start tapping into our gifts that we start fully living our magic and our creations take a life of their own. So, ah, can you feel the excitement in my voice, the power of that fire that the jinkies bring into my life? And this is only more of the things that I want to keep bringing. So that's why I have this powerful offering. And we can do a one standout session where we can go through your whole profile and very much like weave the story of you. 
what we do in this session is that you allow me to tell a story of this powerful journey you're on and we get to weave it together. It's such a delicious co-creation. And then I have these deep dive sessions where we go actually into each part of your profile in a different session. So you get even more juice and more depth and we can go even deeper into the three main pillars of your profile, which are what I call your gifts and your magic, your love and relationships and the way to open your heart and prosperity, money and service. Those are the three main sections of your profile. So whatever feels true for you, I invite you. I invite you to come and book a session. And let's take this adventure together through the map and the world that the Jinkies offers us. And the very last but not least is Creatrix. Creatrix is my one-on-one -on -one mentorship program. The way that I have described her in other conversations with people is imagine the world of Nourishing Witch being like Disney World and Creatrix is the castle. Creatrix is the castle and you get to stay in this castle for 10 glorious weeks and allow me to nourish you and prepare the space and create the container for you to see yourself and for you to come into a right relationship with creation. There is so much that we are here to express and explore and bring into the world and yet, and yet... There is also so much that we carry from our lineage, our conditioning, the stories that we're told that get us off kilt with the real, true essence of creation. And it has been my deepest experience to navigate these very, very disorientating waters of confusing and mixing production with creation and the powerful implications that that has had in the way that I express myself, in the way that I bring my offerings into the world, in the way that I trust myself to be the creatrix of the things that want to come through me. I've not always had the level of grounding and confidence that I have in bringing these things into the world. And I'm by no means in a perfect state. It's just that now I have language, I have containers, I have practices, and I have people in my life that keep nourishing my deep relationship with my creations. And that is what I want to offer you with Creatrix. It is a deep, intimate, one-on-one, -on -one, you and me for 10 solid, delicious, robust, nourishing weeks. And we get to explore 10 different themes that are pre-recorded, that are like this in a podcast style format. And then we have 10 one-on-one -on -one sessions where... We get to dive deep into what has been activated for you through the transmissions, into what is alive in your world. Each one of us is unique and we are each in a different part of the path and we all need different things. And that's why this creation, this offering is so 
specific and glorious and uh, mysterious in her own way. <laughs> so I invite you, I invite you to come and check all these offerings. Be in their essence. Creatrix also has this really, really yummy thing that I have never, ever done before. And it is that the page, the portal where you can see her and get intimate with her energy is all recorded in my voice. You have a part that you can read, but you can also have a part where you can listen. And almost like as if you were a child. Remember when we used to have these books and cassettes back in my day? Uh, and we would put the cassette and we will like listen to the book while we were looking at the illustrations. A little bit like that. A little bit of that nostalgia from like late 80s, early 90s. If you're feeling me <laughs> into that, come and be delighted. It's a really, really beautiful way that it is structured and put together. And if you want to have a further conversation about this, always contact me, DM me on Instagram, send me an email at hello at nourishingwitch.com and we can have any sort of conversation around these beautiful creations. So with that, I close the village announcements for this iteration. And now allow me to introduce you to the powerful, beautiful, radiant, magnificent dragon woman that is Raven. So I met these powerful women through the container of the Orgasmic Oracle. Together with Shalini and Anna, she was also co-facilitating this. And together with Brianna, they made an epic freaking team of women supporting the rest of us moving through the process of tapping deeper into our pleasure, into our creation, into our relationship with money, into our capacity to serve. And I got to meet uh, Raven in person at the end of April in Joshua Tree, California. And it's hard to describe what I felt when I saw her in person. I came to say hello, she looked at me straight in the eye and I was undone. I started crying and it was such a powerful thing to be in her space and to be seen like so deeply. And I have this every single time that I talk with her. I now um, enrolled in her course voice codes and it's been an incredible incredible juicy journey and we're gonna get more into that later in the conversation and having the opportunity to have her on the podcast and record this beautiful conversation was also so freaking lit up and we went all places there was so much energy that wanted to move through us and very dynamic and very alive and it was so so good so Raven believes in love, art, and magic. She believes in creator and creation. And she follows the breath of spirit in all that she does. Her joy of being is being a vocalist, an artist, and a performer. She loves that her life revolves around creating and amplifying magic in the world. And she is here to inspire and you are going to feel 
the power of that. (laughs) And she loves to be known for her amazing energy, her big heart, her powerful voice, her spiritual gifts, and her creative talents. Mm. So with that, allow me to introduce you to Raven. Oh, my dear Raven, welcome. Welcome to the Mess and the Magic. I'm so happy to be here, Andrea. Thank you for having me. Mm. So good. So, so good. Yes. um, For those of you new to Raven, once more, and it seems to be like the trend these days, um, I'm having a lot of the orgasmic oracle women in the podcast. So yes, Raven is another of the incredible women that I get to journey through um, the orgasmic oracle, the course. She was one of the facilitators and then met her in person in the experience, which was quite an experience in and of itself. <laughs> and uh, so good to have you here. And I love starting the conversations with what is alive for you right now and what feels exciting. You can choose either or. They're not mutually exclusive, as we know. Take it wherever you want with that. Mm, thank you for the energy of your introduction. What's alive for me right now is the creation of my first album and my passion for music, which is rearing its head and storming to the front of the race in terms Mm. of my interests and hobbies and everything. So I'm feeling super juiced about that. It's touching every other aspect of my life and really holding up a mirror for me to see myself in a really raw, very, very intimate, very uncomfortable and very exciting way. So I couldn't ask for anything more with a creative journey that I'm on right now. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I see the little snippets that you post on Instagram and I'm like, oh my word, like where is this album taking us? I feel I'm already in the ride. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy. I'm already in that wagon. I cannot wait to just like pop it on my headphones and just walk <laughs> around and see how that feels. And I so love the juice of the creation process. So... I would love, let's like start with the uncomfortable because you mentioned that word. What has been uncomfortable if you want to tell us about it? Ooh, I got chills the moment you asked me that question because I feel like the uncomfortable parts in a lot of ways feels like the majority of the experience. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you and your own creative process, but 100%. right. it feels like you get like 10% of magical sparkly glory and then 90% is just like wallowing in the shit. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? How am I doing it? Will someone help me? I don't have what I need. Where do I go? What's next? All these different kinds of things. I'm not good enough. Like, mm-hmm. so I go through the full spectrum of emotion as an artist and a creative. And with this album, it's no different. And what's even more interesting and funny is that because it's my voice, which is the most naked part of myself, there's literally nowhere to hide. And mm-hmm. as an artist, as a vocalist, you're specifically going into the shit to find the shine. That's our job. <laughs> and so it's like, it's not the same as 
oh, I'm feeling crappy over here about this thing in my life, but I'm going to get up and put on my face and show up at work and accomplish something. It's like, no, no, no. Me showing up for work and accomplishing something is going into the shit intentionally, swimming around in it, and then still having the courage to get in front of a microphone and express what I found, which is so electrifying and so radically disruptive to all of my egoic patterns of safety and control and perfectionism and desiring to be something that I'm not it just shatters all of that to the fucking ground so oh yeah oh (laughs) raven medicine in the house people (laughs) this is why this is why I wanted you on the podcast because it's like yes let's bring that freaking realness to the conversation and special I love that we were we're dancing with the creation process and how freaking intense it is to meet yourself in that place and mm-hmm. and yet is also the thing that brings us to life like any like nothing else will ever do so yeah. how powerful uh, and I love what you're saying about the voice and I mean I'm part of voice codes which is your container where we're just juicing it all up for the next eight weeks um yes yeah i don't know if it's the next eight weeks exactly but whatever uh times we're in it we're we're in the eight weeks Um, and i love what you said that the voice is the most naked part of you and how i can imagine um i have like zero experience with it but i can imagine that if there's things that are moving through you and you open up your throat and you're gonna sing like all that stuff whether you are comfortable with it or not coming out it will correct so yeah do you have any particular experience or story that you would like to share with us about that nakedness and rawness and you know power and like freaking like shake of the voice (laughs) oh my god yes I do I have a really beautiful story I can share with you that takes me back to when I was working with one of my mentors, a vocalist in Vancouver, British Columbia, which is where I'm from. And this woman was amazing. She invited me into her world. She was leading women's song circles. She was writing lots of original music and she was really experienced in recording and performing. And it was no hat to her. Like she put out a whole bunch of albums. It was casual. Mm -hmm. And so she created a really warm and lovely space for me to step in front of a microphone for the first time in a really long time after a very dark period in my life where I was breaking away from my nuclear origins and paradigms and coming into my own path Hmm. and every time I would go to her house she would sit at the grand piano and she would invite me up to stand in front of the grand piano and she would say Raven okay like what's on your heart today like sing and she would start to play and it would usually be the most beautiful melody and I would just cry. I would just break down and cry. I could not sing a single word. I couldn't sing a note. She'd be like, tell me a story. Like, da-da-da. And I'm like, I physically cannot produce anything other than tears right now and hurt. And I felt like a failure. I felt like a failure, Andrea. Like, I would go to her house regularly. And every time this would happen. And sometimes I would sing a little bit. But it felt like some nursery rhyme that I was just pulling up out of my memory to like sing something you know it was not a real thing that I was singing and so after several months of that process I kind of just like gave myself a break and I was like you know what like 
now is clearly not the time. Like you're not writing an album right now. And this was like, this was maybe three, four years ago. And the idea for this specific album that I'm now writing came to me seven years ago. So it's been a journey. Mm -hmm. And so coming back to myself as who I am truly on this path, on this journey of awakening has led me back to the microphone and I have a very different relationship with it now. Mm. Okay. So what I remembered when I left that first round of trying to sing and not being able to was like, okay, you're, you need to feel some really deep things. And I remember telling myself, like, I don't know how long this is going to take for me to feel all these things because I could feel it was like, you know, when you pull on a root, you pull on a plant and you can feel how deep the roots go. It was like, I thought that I was just going to like pluck a couple of dandelions and it was just like, oh no, 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 no. Like we're like a whole, like there's beets down here. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) And they are growing. So let them grow. And so the last three, four years has been me just really giving myself to life just giving myself purely to the experiences, to the stories, to the relationships, to the cities, to the travel, to the magic, to the ceremony, to everything that I've given myself to in life has helped me access those deep roots. And so when I came into this new recording process in this new season, which I'll share more about how it all happened, when I sit in front of the mic and I was led again, you know, this time by a new face on the other side who's saying, okay, Raven, like go for it. Here's a beat. Here's a track sing. I was like, all right, you're showing up now. You're showing up naked and unafraid, baby. You've got all of this in your, in your arsenal. You have all this experience. You have all this wisdom. You have all of this love. You have all of this emotion. So just give it, give it, give it, give it. And on this one particular song that I wrote two weeks ago called Ugly, I reached my edge. So I got to the point where like I had recorded four songs and I had sung all these really beautiful lyrics and everything was great. And I was like, oh, this is and then this beat came on and I was like, fuck, like this is being in a place that I am very uncomfortable once again, mm-hmm. different kind of unco- discomfort. But I let myself go there this time. And I let myself just sing like, you're pushing me right to the edge. I'm going to jump off this ledge. Those were the words that I said to guide myself off into it. it. And then after that first, you know, and I I fumbled the rest of the verse, but then I was just like, I just let the sounds go. The next thing you know, Andrea, I created this whole emotional wave this experience that just blasted me into a whole new dimension a new character a new energy a new voice a new message a deeper richer part of me that I have never expressed before came out because I was willing to take that sledgehammer and smash that fucking ceiling and go in there and it was I was sweating you know I had my producers <laughs> my, two, my two producers were in the room I was sweating they're both like yeah and I'm just like ah but then as it was coming and the rhymes were coming and then the hook came and the hook smashed us all into oblivion and we were like oh my god like where did that even come from and so it was fully an experience of taking off of this planet like taking off out of my body like out of that small mind out of all of those little tiny itsy bitsy in the story and just pure channel purely becoming a channel for the creator on that particular frequency and now I know I can do it. 
And so that girl in me who like three years ago was like fucking shivering in front of the piano being like, I don't have anything to say. Now I'm like, I have fucking bars, baby. And you better sit the fuck down because I'm about to deliver them. (laughs) I am covering my face with my hands. You are not seeing me. You're hearing me if you're listening to this because I am fucking moved. I mean, this is the power of Raven. What I haven't told you is that when I met this woman in person, the only thing that I could do was cry. And I was like, what is this? I told you. I was like, I don't know what you're doing, but you just look at me and you like speak three words and I'm already undone. And with this story, you're doing exactly the same again. I'm like, oh, dearie, I'm giggling, but holy shit. Gosh, I feel the power of that and I haven't even heard the song. So that's why I mean, like, I feel it oh my word <laughs> and I yeah. and I love what you just said about you know four years ago when you felt like you had nothing to say what you did instead of like fabricating it or like contracting like there was like even no one I, I don't know if there was any way that you would, could have actually pushed yourself to do something I tried I tried yeah. and then yeah. and then the the, the 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 quitting quote unquote of the trying yeah and now now she has a lot of things to say Whew. Yeah, she has so much to say. And what's so beautiful and interesting is that I'm about to turn 30 this year. So my intention is to release this album in its fullness on my 30th birthday, which is October 16th. So mark your little calendars. This is the soft drop of this date. Yum. Yum. And I want to create an experience for myself where all of this music is coming out so naturally and so pleasurably and so joyfully that it feels like a celebration of everything I have lived until this point in my life, you know, because I know that I have another 50, 70, 100 years ahead of me to create more. And so I used to think that I was going to run out of ideas that like, I needed to hold on to my best ideas that, you know, I have one masterpiece in me and then it's over. Like once I record something, I'm going to have nowhere else to go in my life. It's gone. Like all of these weird expiration dates on creativity. Like we keep <laughs> laughing. It's like, why are you doing like, no, like you're going to have more new things to say now. And so whereas before I really felt like I had nothing now I'm like, I have so much and we all do. And it's so regenerative. No, isn't it like the the more you come from that really deep, yummy place and you put that into the world, there's only more of that coming. And I can so feel you on having that like almost edgy anxiety of like, if I'm going to put this out, then what? Like the almost like the fear even before putting the thing out, because like, what if I let this go? Yes. And yeah, if, if anything if I have learned anything through the creation process is that when it comes from a real resourced place within the body, within the earth itself, it's like, you know, there's no such thing as shortage in nature of any kind. It's just us humans that make it like lack pace. (laughs) And why do we do that? Like, why do you think that we do that? I'm curious of your thoughts. I this is something that has been very alive for me recently and i love that you're asking thank you for asking i always ask the questions when in this in the when in this format um because i believe that we are operating under a production model Mm. rather than creation that for me has been like such a distinctive thing to be able to see those two things 
as a different and how yes. a lot of the create like the create the creation process or the creativity that we see or that we explore or that we talk about is actually production and not creation yes i love that so we have all these models about creativity and what it means to be creative when in truth it's just production mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and with production is like it's not fully resourced you know like the machine needs to be on for it to be able to produce if the machine is not on then there's no production and we're not machines <laughs> so it, it it has nothing to do with us being quote-unquote on or being quote-unquote productive or efficient or whatever the hell result oriented is like what happens in the in-between and can yeah. you allow yourself to step you know it's a lot of unlearning truthfully And that's been a huge part of my process in the past year or so um, of unlearning all the toxic ways that I've learned to relate to creation. Tell me more about that. <sighs> Things like failure, for example. Uh -huh. I was like something that used to hit me so hard and I bet you can relate. And anyone that has ever tried to put something out in the world, regardless <laughs> if it was like creation model or production model, whatever, regardless of where you're standing in that, It's, it's intense. And when things don't work out, there's like so much that goes into that. And, and yet, if you think about it, and, and nature has just become like my, I have a freaking problem or something that is really troubling me. And I just look outside and I'm like, okay, talk to me. Like the, the answers are here already. So it's whisper them because I have, apparently I need to listen. And if you think in terms of, in terms of failure, It's, it's like, I feel like we registered as this sort of waste, like as this sort of like thing that we just invested and wasted and there's nothing going to come and like, you know, be replaced by it or whatever. And in truth, nature, nothing is wasted. Nothing is ever wasted. Everything turns into compost and everything nurtures everything else. So I love that so much. Yeah, that, for example, it's huge when we are able to make that shift and for me like language and words and creating these sort of new stories to stand upon to be able to relate to creation in a different way for me has been huge even like just the word creativity i'm not even like using it that much lately because it feels What? a little bit like uh like a merge between productivity and creation it's like uh. no like uh it just like x but you know like You can choose whatever word you want. You know, it's, it's it's about however you feel like it. But that's that's the frequency that I'm carrying recently. And yeah, and it and it feels important in this point in my life to also be bringing this message, um, and talking about creation, and talking about the things that you know what you were just saying, like this edge, and like just hearing your story. I mean, like I already had tears on the whole thing going on. Yeah. So uh. thank you for sharing that about production versus creation. This is a huge core theme in my world. Mm. Kind of the core of who I am as a being is to embody creation. Mm. And I'm here to dedicate my life to being a voice for creation. Oh. Creation in its purest essence as relates to all life and exactly what you're talking about, about being fully resourced. Like, thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Because that's the activation that's been really coming through for me lately and always, but like ever present now is the abundant state. Hmm. Truly this whole idea that we get abundance or we manifest abundance or we receive abundance. We are abundance. 
We yeah. are abundance. And that is the core principle of like, we don't need to produce anything additional outside ourselves. We don't need to plug ourselves into some externalized grid in order mm-hmm. to thrive as a society. And we have created a reality in which we have a grid and in which we have machines and in which we have production because there is an aspect of us that is also extremely turned on and satisfied by producing things because we can do it. Yes, which is beautiful. And I think I like a lot of the conversation also around this, I've had a couple of people say like, okay, but like, you know, for example, in the, in the, in the process of creating a tarot deck, I created it and then I'm producing it. You know, you're creating an album and you're going to produce an album. Yes. The thing is, what I feel is fundamental is that the creation informs the production. Yes. Production will never be able to inform creation. Yes. Chills. Because, Because creation is being and the being always informs the doing the doing will never inform the being yes correct that's like how in voice codes we talk about frequency first yes exactly like you know i want to sing i want to this i want to that i'm like cool where's your frequency Hmm. are you are you in this shaking scarce fear that you're masquerading as some sort of like bravado or like i i can do this Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. actually are a puddle on the ground or like are you coming mm-hmm. from that authentic well-resourced like I'm feeling sweet and tender and this is my expression and I'm here now and that real place yeah you know because creation connects us to what is real the frequency of creation is reality yes. and this is the thing that I think people are afraid to actually feel and something I think that you, for example, Andrea, feel very, very much, maybe even more so than most people, like a disproportionate amount. <laughs> Carrying the load. <laughs> you know, we're just out here recognizing the artistry and beauty thank and you. magnificence of all that is constantly on behalf of the rest of creation. You're welcome. So thank you <laughs> for your artistry. You. And I believe that the artist is here to uphold and celebrate the beauty of life and the beauty mm-hmm. of creation. Because beauty is in and of itself a healing frequency. Yes. Yes. You know? And so we talk about the divine feminine rising and the goddess and this and that. And I think that all of those terms and archetypes are actually missing the point. They're not actually talking about the frequency of the divine feminine. To me, the frequency of the divine feminine is beauty and harmony. Hmm. And so beauty is such a it's, it's beautiful because it's specific, but it's also broad enough to really encompass all of life because beauty is both light and shadow. Beauty is both good and bad. Beauty is larger than duality, actually. Yep. And yep. so raven medicine and this archetype of the raven of the friend in the darkness of this black bird who can call with a deep voice and pierce through the bullshit and remind you of the light, remind you of what's inside you has always shown me and guided me to the core of the divine feminine, which is this non-binary, transcendent, all-encompassing, fully unifying, total sense of beauty and harmony and magnificence that exists in all of life. And we just get to tap in and access that and open each other's eyes to it through the art that we bring through in our vessels that amplifies the frequency of beauty in the world. That's my thing on beauty. Harmony. It's muy importante. And super, harmony. Super importante. <laughs> and harmony is, is harmony is what you get when you accept beauty into your life. Mm-hmm. Harmony is what you get when you accept the beauty of all that is. Because then there becomes, there's a place for everything. 
And so I think of harmony as like, not like you're adding anything new. It's like, you're letting the pieces exist in their natural order. Mm. And so when you let life exist in its natural order, harmony naturally emerges, which is each individual facet of creation existing in its full spectrum frequency of beauty. So Mm. when I teach singers and I work with singers and you know, we talk about, I want to sing harmony. I want to sing with people. I want to sing in a group. It's like, cool. Can you sing with yourself? Like, can you be with the beauty of your own voice actually first? Because when you can bring the fullness of your sound, the fullness of the sound of your heart, of the sound of your spirit, of the sound of your particular frequency, you will naturally find your place in the choir of life. Wow will naturally be attracted to those whose voices are resonant with yours, who compliment yours, who say the same things, who laugh in the same tones, who bring deep bass notes beneath your high soprano. You will find your people when you are standing fully in the frequency of your own beauty, of your own truth. Mm. And that's what's underneath beauty and harmony is truth. And that is the most quintessential, intangible thing that we could Mm -hmm. possibly talk about on this podcast or anywhere and like all seekers like all creators I'm here in my quest for embodying truth and living truth and living my truth wow yeah and I love how you know you're speaking specifically in in this part about singers and about singing and and yet you can see how those same concepts are you know you can literally just brush them over anything else business your life your relationships your friendships whatever it's so and i think that that's when you know you're hitting a core theme when you're able to 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 speak about this in this context that context and the other context is like oh it holds the whole thing Mm -hmm. yeah which is what voice codes is you know Mm -hmm. voice codes the container that came through when I was in a very dark spiral. And I was like, I have nothing to offer the world. I have no happiness. I have no joy. I don't know what my purpose is. I'm just dying of visceral heartbreak every day. And so this was last year. Mm -hmm. And I sat there and I found a friend. I found a coach to inspire me, to help me generate this container where we could come together and share the medicine of our voices. Because nothing has gotten me through but that nothing has gotten me through but the power of my voice and feeling like just by opening my mouth I can change my entire life and I I don't think people really fucking get this like every time you open your mouth you are changing your life and you are changing the very fabric of reality that exists all around you it is so freaking powerful you know, and so to come on here today and to be able to share those codes around the voice and how it is such a universal metaphor, such Mm. a universal symbol of our spirit, of who we are, that we are really beyond this mental limitation that keeps humanity so small, that we are these bright, expansive lights that are here to travel and make love and be brilliant and express and regenerate Mm. and create together. And that's the truth I believe of who we are and what we're here to do and the life we're here to experience together. I believe life is a celebration and that everything in me is designed to fervently generate that frequency throughout all of the dark times, throughout all of the confusion, throughout all of the despair. And anyone who can join me and meet me here are my comrades. 
you know, this is mm-hmm. my, my companions on this journey of life. Those who are willing to dig their teeth in and celebrate even the most profane experiences of contrast. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Yum. Yeah. And <laughs> I was just, this was just landing for me as you were talking about how disregarded I think we have the voice as a tool. For me, quite honestly, like since the orgasmic oracle, it has been a revolution. Like this year has been really like a throat revolution for me. I knew that I had been working with it for a while. I knew there were things that wanted to be shared and expressed and all these things. The past six months, I'm like, whoa, wow, wow, wow. And I have a lot of things to say about that, but I want to ask you, why do you feel it's so underrated? Like, what is the thing that... I don't know. We just sort of like skip it, miss it, suppress it. That's such a great question. I'm just going to sit with that for a minute Mm -hmm. and really feel into what you're asking because you're saying why, what I'm hearing you say is why don't we pay more attention to the voice? voice? Yeah. Well, we're operating on default mode a lot. I would say just a lot of us are not awake to it. We're just not awake to the fact that it is a vibrational instrument, just like we're not awake to the fact that we are vibrational instruments. So to me, coming into the awareness of the power of your voice comes along with stepping into a higher and higher awareness of your power as a being. And so, For example, you know, those of us like yourself who are on this creative path, who are on this spiritual path, who are exploring different resources, tools, and skills, like naturally you will find your way to the voice. Mm -hmm. You know, you will find your way to this place, whether you like it or not, because the spirit is designed to come out through that chakra. It's designed to express. And so either you will do that or you will get sick. Mm. So you, you will see that in our society, in our world, you know, wow. in every possible manifestation. And I personally had a lot of physical and emotional experiences in my own life that indicated that I needed to look here closer. And where I'll take you with this is going to juice you up even more, I feel, on this <clears throat> on the orgasmic nature of the voice and what we're really coming home to when we talk about the voice. Because there is a way that we use our voice that comes from this default mechanism. It's the conversations we have every day. It's the sort of robotic, hi, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. You know, maybe the top, the iceberg, like the part of the iceberg that you can see. So we're just kind of used to living there, just like we're used to living at that level in our relationships everywhere. Mm -hmm. And when we wanna go deeper, in life or when life calls us to go deeper or traumatizes us into the depth whatever it is summoned to the basement summoned to the basement <laughs> then what happens is we're stripped yeah yeah we're stripped of all those masks we're stripped of all of those default conditions we're stripped of the surface we actually don't have any of those tools quote unquote or resources quote unquote that we think that we had which is our logic you know our knowledge our wealth our 
ability to flirt, our charm, our charisma, whatever. We don't have intelligence, exactly nothing. What we have is our being, our living, pulsing, breathing, blood, bone, flesh bag that is also an electromagnetic conduit of non-physical energy and information, which is pouring through us at a more rapid rate than we could even imagine. That's overwhelming at the minimum, like to even feel. <laughs> yeah. So humans are not in this world currently in this default society programmed to go deep. We're not programmed to feel fully and we're not programmed to expand our capacity as sensitive beings. Okay, so my journey with the voice has been around those three things specifically. Mm. Going deep, like living deeply, period. Sacrificing the surface, unsubscribing from that whole paradigm entirely, which has led me to deeper and richer relationships and experiences I could have ever imagined. The number two is feeling fully. Mm. So Reverend Brianna Lynn, who's the founder of Orgasmic Oracle, and the reason why you and I are even having this conversation is someone in my life who really showed me the power of feeling fully. I feel like I was feeling like 70% up until the, the last year. And life and circumstances and good company showed me that there was so much more. Mm-hmm. And I remember I started leading song circles here in Los Angeles last year. And the very first one that I had was a day that I was breaking down. And I was like, how am I supposed to fucking facilitate right now? Are you kidding me? Like I'm in hell. And then it was like, you know what? Put someone on the drum, put someone on the guitar and go to hell. Like, let's go. In hell, and we I, facilitate. I, in hell, we facilitate, baby. Yeah. In hell, we hold up our tambourines and bang. You know, and, and what came through that night of me sitting with that deep feeling and feeling it fully was an experience of community, was an experience of like, wow, people got to see me actually. Wow. Like, oh, this is Raven. She's, she was crying all day and now she's hitting some notes. You know, and I'm like, yeah, because I'm feeling raw. So giving ourselves permission to feel fully allows us to relax into that frequency allows us to relax into the truth that's there Mm. the depth of what we are and then we can bring that through and we can penetrate reality with that truth and that is a whole other round of the power of the voice so to me we get to create places where it's safe Mm. to drop deep and to feel fully and to express what's there. And that's why in voice codes and in this work, the container that I have, we're we're a group of 13 this time around journeying for eight weeks together. And every week we're just immediately dropping into depth and safety. And you can feel, I mean, you can share from your experience, you know, what it's like to be on the inside of that versus being on this default mode where we don't actually know how or that it's safe to access the power of our voices. Yeah. I, th- I think it's something that I know you carry very clearly. And I'm going to paraphrase it and you can correct me if I <laughs> miss, miss it. Um, this idea of not playing safe, but being a safe place. Yes. Yes. That was so- like, wait, what? wait, what? Of course, you know? And then I'm like in a container with other 12 people that are in the same bandwidth. It's like, of course you ask like half a question, which is like, you know, like, what's alive for you today? It's not a half a question. It's a full question. What's alive for you today? (laughs) And then what is alive on people? It's like, wow, yes. And And I can be very honest with what is alive for me. And people can be equally honest with what it's alive for them. And 
And I think the power of that is really something that I'm just starting to understand. Yes. This For is me, a it was really freaking like what you're saying. For me, the voice was this default thing. I see myself like in the in the past years, for example, I um I have a three-year-old puppy gorgeous creature. And and I've seen myself singing a lot to her. <laughs> like I have like a thousand songs. I, I I I don't consider myself much of a singer. Like that's not like the expression that comes most natural to me. But to my husband and to my dog. I create songs every freaking day. Like there's new things. There's even a song that I sing to her that it's the one that I sing every night before she goes for a walk. And when I, even when I just start singing it, she starts waking up and she turns on her back and she exposes her belly because she just wants to be rubbed. And then after the rub, it's when she gets out of the bed and goes out to walk at night. <laughs> and those are the kind of things that I'm like experimenting with and seeing that, wow, like this thing. And just now, as you were sharing what you were sharing before, I also realized about, I was, you know, in another container last year, it was around money and it had a lot of these like manifestation sort of like conversation around it, which felt cool for a while. It was like a cool, fun game. But then, you know, as we know, sometimes it's not very sustainable in the way that it's structured. But one of the things that I'm realizing now that was probably the most fruitful thing about that time was that every morning I had a partner where I would like send her voice notes about the things that were present in my life, the things that I was calling in my life and and the big dream. That was where like the the, the exercise. And now as you were speaking, like I, I haven't like connected this. This is a real in time dropping like of my own understanding is like, that was the power of that thing beyond all the other, you know, all the other adornments and all the other things that were supposed to be the formula to whatever the hell to, you know, the life of your dreams, whatever you want to call it. The formula was that I was actually using my voice to put in words, the things that I did, you know, that were alive for me in my heart. I hadn't seen that until just freaking now, a year later. <laughs> so, Perfect. yeah, that that's that's that. Yes, and, and you know, in voice codes is just the deliciousness of being able to do this every week with a group of people, and the safety of that, and the juice of that, and the the permission. The granted permission. Not that you needed to give it to me. It was more like I needed to give it to myself. And I'm in a space where I can give it to myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have full chills. Because what you're talking about is hitting on this core idea that your voice is a feeling. Mm -hmm. You know, your voice is a frequency. It's a state. It's an experience. And it is your spirit alive. Like this is something I always say, your voice is your spirit alive. It is the embodiment of your spirit. It does not get more literal than that. Right. So when you let your spirit out, it feels really good mm. because mm. spirit is meant to flow in the world. It's meant to, it's the breath of God, right? Like we talked about in voice quotes last week, enthusiasm mm -hmm. is like you were sharing from the gene keys being possessed by the breath of God. I love that. Yeah. Because that energy, 
is what creates those results, is what creates that feeling of togetherness. It's what creates that feeling of, oh, I've been heard, of like, oh, I feel satisfied. Oh, I feel expressed. I feel fulfilled. That fulfillment feeling that we're looking for at the end of the day is not about production. It's not even about creation. It's about expression. expression. That's it. We just want to feel fully expressed at the end of the day. Oh gosh. And the great thing is, is you don't need anybody else to get that feeling of fulfillment. You just need yourself and yourself <laughs> because you can talk to yourself anywhere. You can sing to yourself anywhere. You can be with yourself anywhere. And most of us are just afraid to be with ourselves. Oh, but you know what? If you give yourself that chance to just be with yourself, you will find beauty. You will find magic. You will find those things you're looking for. And so that's why I'm always guiding people to like clear the rust from your pipes, do your morning journaling, make fucking noises, like get the rust out of your voice every day and constantly keep that water flowing clear so that when you show up in an environment where you want to make friends, you want to make connections, you want to be seen, you want to see others, you can breathe and breathe in the frequency of beauty, of, of confidence, of strength, of joy, of love, of whatever it is that you want to bring. And you can exhale and let your expression carry that frequency out on your breath. And it doesn't matter what you're actually saying. The words will just happen. And so, yeah. you know, I met a yeah. woman, I met a friend's mother, actually, like a, several weeks ago now. And it was just a, a chance meeting. We happened to be going by and very well put together woman, you know, strong voice is very clear and this and that. And, and I just, I was like, cool, I'm going to, in my heart, my internal dialogue was, I'm going to bring this woman all of the peace and beauty that I have. She's never met me before and she may never meet me again. And as soon as I open my mouth, I'm going to have three seconds to connect with her. A lot of us think, oh, I have three, 10 seconds to tell them everything about me or like make sure that they know these five points so that we can be friends or right. whatever. I'm like, no, no, no. I have a moment to, to give her my frequency. Mm -hmm. And so without premeditating the words, as soon as there was a gap, a space for my spirit and I could feel that, I spoke into the silence and I said, whatever, it doesn't matter what I said. I probably just responded back to her. And she turned to me and she said, the strong woman, she said, wow, she's like, you have a really beautiful voice. I swear to you, I was not doing anything fancy. I was not trying. I was not contriving. I was just actually consciously doing less mm. and letting my spirit, letting my being, my voice bring itself out so that I could be a blessing to this woman. Mm -hmm. And this is the key that, that, I feel has really put me in my own lane as a vocalist and as a speaker is that I see my voice as a blessing and I intentionally use it as a divine mechanism to bless others. This doesn't mean that I walk around thinking I'm fucking Jesus. Like I'm very authentic. I'm very real and I'm intentional. Mm. And if I can't be intentional with my frequency, if I can't respond with love from my heart, from my presence, I revert to silence mm -hmm. and the temple of silence is where all of those things come from. All of those great speeches, all of those great songs, all of those deep conversations, all of those uncomfortable truths that become beautiful gifts come from the temple of silence and they come from committing to being there as well every day, just as much as we commit to being in that full expression. 
So when we connect with that little place inside us, with that deep, deep dark, with that secret small, and we let that come out of us, even if it's just into the pillow, even if it's just into the wall, even if it's just in a phone call to a friend, we can go to bed at night knowing that our spirit has alchemized, that we have transformed, that we have evolved, that we are growing, that we are letting the breath of God possess us and move through us and experience us and experience life through us. And isn't that the most orgasmic thing that there is? Isn't that the most... Right? Like, what else do you want to be doing with your day? <laughs> Where else do you want to go? <laughs> you know? It's there. <laughs> Here. Oh. Oh. Hmm. So hmm. if there is someone listening to us that are there, like, gosh, I'm like in the, the wagon with you. <laughs> I'm not in, bo- in void codes just yet. <laughs> However, this feels like medicine to my soul and I'm feeling, you know, like maybe there's indeed some rust in the pipes or like maybe they have just used their voice as default for, I don't know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. And it seems like that's the only thing they know. What would you invite them into? (laughs) I'm going to invite you to exhale on whatever breath you're on right now. And then on your next breath, you're going to stick your tongue out of your mouth and blow the wettest, fattest raspberry that you possibly can. I'm going to do it with you. And then you're going to go. And you're going to be silly until you shake up all of that stagnancy and you remember that there is a child in you that gets to play. And you can put boring old Mr. or Mrs. or Mix down for a moment and come back into your spirit, come back into your play, come back into your child. It's very easy. There's no course you need to take. There is no product you need to buy. I'm not going to coach you. Nothing. Just be silly. Play. Shake it up. You know, and I love starting with the tongue, you know, fart noises are really, really good because like farts are the perfect thing to like gas you up back into life. Haha, <laughs> part of the, <laughs> like, think of the energy of a fart, right? Like it's like kind of an explosive thing, but it's non-threatening, but like sometimes it's awful, but like, it's always funny. Super and it's awkward. Just, like, what do you do? You do know? you laugh? Do you melt? Yeah. You better laugh about it. <laughs> exactly. So follow the fart, you know, like follow the, the frequency of the fart in your life. <laughs> It's not follow your heart, it's follow the fart. Follow the fart! How about you follow the fart until you get to the heart? (laughs) Oh my god! Mic drop! Quoting ourselves. Quote. Follow the fart till you get to the heart! That's the whole thing! That's it. I'm done. We're done here for the day, everyone. That's a wrap. <laughs> Completion. That's all voice codes pretty much summarize into one thing. <laughs> Do you get it, right? Do you feel why that's true? I bet. Yeah. I mean, if you're listening to this and you're not cracking up with us <laughs> right now, go and freaking follow the fart until you do. Until you're laughing with us. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And so I think what I'll say to that is like, 
a big piece that we look at is like shame, right? And self-worth and this embarrassment. So what happens if you fart in front of someone really hot or like all your friends or like or in your God forbid, class. on stage, you know, in the yoga class? Are you able to be with that? Okay. How do you respond when you fart out of line? <laughs> How do you respond to yourself? Okay. And so a couple of things. Number one is choose to be around people who can laugh with you in the fart period. If you're around people who put you down or make you feel awkward or uncomfortable for having a bodily function, just don't be around those people because you can't sing with those people. You can't express with those people. Okay. If you can't fart in front of someone, you probably can't sing with them. So just like be, I'm loving where this is going. <laughs> it's like voice and sex. And we'll get into this on another episode because it's all part of it, but it's like how we connect with each other, right? Our voice is a tool of connection. And so if we're letting our shame of our authentic expression or feeling like we're not good enough, we're not beautiful enough, or we're not seeing ourselves for the whole wholesome, radical, hilarious, ridiculous, meaty, fleshy, fatty, baggy, bony, incredible, farty, stinky, beautiful creatures that we are. How can we ever make real connections where we can pull each other into our arms and be in a fucking mess to bring the mess and the magic all the way in, you know, to be like, I love you. All of you is welcome here. We have to start there. We have to fervently, relentlessly say all of me is welcome here. All of me is welcome here. We need to be able to fart with pride loud into the microphone and say, yep, You know, that was from the thing that I ate today and I'm a living, eating being and yes, and I'm celebrating that. Mm. So my desire for all of you who are listening to this is that you really return to the frequency of celebration, of celebrating your life purely as it is, as the gift that it is, and of celebrating your voice as a miraculous, powerful tool to shake up your state and to change your entire world and the world of those around you. And if you've never given yourself permission to drop into the safety of your own body, to really feel deeply and express whatever is alive for you, let this conversation be that permission slip. Let this place of rest be a forever temple that you come to, where you can stand up and shine and share yourself. And I know that the two women here holding this space are more than happy and overjoyed to receive you in your tags and your shares and your experience of this medicine that we're transmitting here today and just thank you babe for allowing me to go off and to fully feel myself in this safe Mm. space with you it's such a gift Mm. absolutely the same thank you thank you for being the freaking permissions like the walking permission slip and i just get to go and like rub myself against you and then it's like oh yes i'm also permission slip (laughs) because that's what it does that's what it does it just uh-huh. reminds, in in this case, you remind me that I'm the one that gives myself permission. And, and the power of that, and the power of trying, the power of play, the power of excitement, the power of enthusiasm, the power uh-huh. of, of bigness, and the power of smallness. Mm. They're both powerful. They're both powerful. And that was not something that I always embraced. And I still have a way to go, as we all do. And I see it. I see it. It's like, wow, it's there. It's true. It's I'm, I'm, I'm in it. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. That's how it is. Yes. So thank yes. you. Thank you for being such a beautiful guy. Like you've, you've been one of those guides with me, like walking, you know, that trail with me this year. And it feels so delicious. 
Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy to be a guide and to be guided by the same light that draws us both into the heart of creation. And I'm just so thrilled to be a part of your world and to be experiencing your majesty in the way that you receive these codes and share them widely with your network, because that's what we're meant to do. That's what Mm. these conversations are meant to spark is this tidal wave of electricity of all of us sharing what resonates with us and what lights us up. And when wisdom gets shared and when story gets shared, that's how we evolve. That's how humanity grows. And so we get to share this conversation widely. We get to share what touched us today and what will touch us years from now, from this moment and all of those feelings and all of those ideas, they all have a place in this world. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for your Raven medicine, your voice codes, everything you do and how you express yourself through the world. I received the blessing of your voice. Thank you very much for that. Oh, it makes me so happy. I have full body chills. I've had full body chills throughout this whole conversation. (laughs) Thank you for the blessing of your voice, for your beautiful heart. And for those amazing hugs that you give in person, which I so can't wait to receive another one again very soon. We will. We will. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this, for being here with us. Um, Come into our DMs, come into Instagram. You will find, where where can people find you? Let's get that last bit stop. Absolutely. I was going to invite the same thing for us. So I'm glad that you did that. I, we would love to hear from you how this episode landed. You can find me on Instagram at raven.royce. And I am very available in my DMs. Yeah, Mm raven.royce. That will be on the... Yes, it will be on the notes. You can go and check that there. You can go and come and say hi to Raven, to me. We will be delighted to hear from you what landed for you. If you had a really big belly laugh, I don't know, commuting on the train or walking your dog or doing your laundry, whatever the thing. If if we made you laugh, come. (laughs) Come and share with us (laughs) these seeds of joy. And uh, thank you. Thank you for being here. Can't wait for more. So much love, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I trust that if you're here, there was something you could take further along with you on your journey. If you think that this may serve someone you love, please share this episode. And if you want more of the medicine that I have to offer, come to nourishingwitch.com and there you will find all my current offerings. And if you happen to be on Instagram, come and join me at Nourishing Witch and let's make some magic. Big, big love.